Welcome back. Welcome back to another soul-driven episode. What is up? Anna Hendricks here, spiritual guide, Akashic Soul Channel, and your host. Thank you so much for being here. I just feel like I have been through a whole dark night of the soul death cycle since I popped in. And first off, I just want to say thank you for your patience in yeah, just being patient with me in regards to releasing this episode today instead of Wednesday. Uh, I will get into why a bit more in just a moment, but I just, yeah, I just want to say thank you. And I also want to say thank you to everyone who has reached out to me, sent me notes of encouragement and love emails. It has been so appreciated. If I haven't gotten back to you yet um, or in a timely manner, thank you again for your patience. If you are new to this podcast, well, the the skinny on the situation is that my partner and I just made a big move. We moved from the city to the mountains. And this move kicked our butt in a way that is difficult for me to explain, to articulate, to break down. We really kind of kicked things off with Hurricane Ian, which didn't affect us anywhere near like it did down in Florida. And the entire time my heart has has been in that space. Um, but it it came in and really just derailed our plans, which turned out to be okay in the beginning. Um, I was able to stay another night in Wilmington and be with my nephew on his birthday, which was really fun. Uh, and and yeah, just really cool. He turned two. And he is just, oh my gosh, he is, he is so much fun. I will definitely miss being close to them, but we'll be, we'll be doing the FaceTime and those sorts of things. But from the time that we left on Saturday morning to now, I, it's, it has just, it's, it's been insanity. It's been an obstacle course. It has been the hardest transition that I've ever made in my life. It has ripped and torn at me in ways that I didn't know were possible. It has brought the ugliest sides out of me. It has, it has just been such a time. Every little thing that we've tried to do along this path and, you know, needed to do has turned into an ordeal, into a, just a massive train wreck and, you know, I've lived all over the world. I have made huge transitions plenty of times, and they have all gone very smooth, smoothly for the most part. And so this for me just brought up every kind of fear and concern and just like, oh my gosh, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Did we make a mistake? Did we just so many different things? And unfortunately, we are still in the midst of it. Um, still dealing with a home that has some, 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 some issues to say the least. Uh, lack of cell service, um, very poor internet quality. I I tried to, um, well, in the midst of sending out an email to my list last night, I couldn't even upload a photo. Um, these are issues that we're <laughs> dealing with. So um, it's we are not out of the clearing yet. So please continue to just keep us in your thoughts, in your prayers, in, you know, um, so many of us need it on the planet right now. And yeah, but we'll, we'll, we will take it 
And um, I, I can really thought about how I wanted to to share this in this episode because um, I want to I want to welcome you into this experience because I think it's highly beneficial, but. I realized it's not time yet. I think it, it will be time by next week's episode, potentially. Um, you know, I'll be back for a solo episode where I can really talk about it. But suffice it to say that everything I've been going through um, has really brought me back to the October forecast and what we are headed into. And if you haven't listened to that, highly recommend um, be sure to check it out. You can also read the transcript of the of the forecast on my website. Of course, the link will be below for easy access to that. But you know, this is this is a month, and it's not just this month because this is a really this is a trans transitional month. What we're stepping into in the last part of this year is huge, and I was so thankful that Sarah made some time to sit down and talk with me and geek out with me you know, about what she sees. And, and she's an evolutionary astrologer. If, you're, if you've been around the podcast for a while, then you're familiar with Sarah Elise's work. She's incredible. Her and I have such a, I, I love our connection. And this conversation is absolutely spectacular, jam-packed full of stuff. I, I know that you're going to walk away with it. And I hope that you return to it as well over the coming months. Um, because there's so much here and so much to be aware of. And this is the time, you know, the Akashic records, they've been telling us for over a year to build that foundation, build that foundation. And even me and my own spiritual practice, like, I realize in the midst of this move that my foundation isn't as strong as it needs to be, you know, um, I, I, I did hold my ground for a while. And, and Look, if I if I was to tell you everything we've been through, you'd be like, girlfriend, <laughs> it's so okay that you lost your ish. <laughs> and it is okay that I lost my ish. It really is. But at the same time, it's, you know, the lessons are still kind of pouring through. And I'm I'm not that we need to make lessons out of every difficult thing. That's not what it's about, but this has been such a huge thing for me that, yeah, I want to understand the why. I want to get a better sense. And I've had a couple of interesting conversations with God. I have um, went into the Kashuk Records this morning, which was a surreal experience because I haven't been in the records for a week and a half, which for me is massively long time. But then also, I have been in such a difficult time and in such low vibrational energy that coming back and stepping into the energy of the Akashic Records, which is like super high frequency, uh, was really took a toll on my body, really like shook me up. Um, when I first started going into the Akashic Records back in early 2020, I felt like I was being thrown into a washing machine. My body would like tense up and it would hurt and it would ache. And, um, <laughs> and I, 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 that was reminiscent of what was happening this morning. Um, and it's just because it really is shifting me back from that lower energy, that lower vibration into a higher vibration. And, you know, there's, there's talk in the, the spiritual community about, oh, you shouldn't be in a low vibration. Bullshit. Life happens, that happens, and it's okay. Um, but this... <laughs> 
this was it, it felt good and I'm excited I'm gonna actually go in again this evening um but there's just been so much going on and I share this with you because you're important you know and also sharing this with you because I want to encourage you to really look October is this month where we have an opportunity to really get serious um and and we're gonna I mean like we're stepping into eclipse season soon like some big shit is coming and um I've been cussing so much lately (laughs) I like go in these periods back and forth where like sometimes I don't cuss like I won't cuss at all for a long period of time and then I like get in these moments where I'm cussing a lot and then I'm you know, and I always know that I'm in a very frustrated part of my life when I am cussing a lot. So um, hopefully I'm not offending anybody, but it happens. Um, we're, we're stepping into a lot and it's serious. And I don't say that to scare you at all. I say that to encourage you to empower yourself now before it gets tougher, right? Because there is more coming. There has to be more coming, right? We we are shifting as a planet from low vibration into high vibration. And just like the effect that my body felt, that is what is happening on the planet at this time. You know, as is the micro, the, mi- the macro, like whatever, I'd never get that saying right. But you know what I'm talking about. That's exactly what it's like. And and we're doing that in our systems and structures and 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 everything right now we are getting comfortable being uncomfortable and that is not an easy place to be but it's going to make us strong strong for the road ahead because we each each and every one of us have a purpose here that's why we're still here so again i encourage you to check out the october forecast and to really you know if you if you're in a place to take some notes through today's episode with Sarah because I think there is going to really be some some nuggets for you to walk away with. Um, I do want to share with you that you know I'd hope to get the October Akashic Toolkit out by the 5th. Not even possible. Not even possible by today. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that, that this is going to transition for me next week. Although next week is very busy and I, I, I don't want to make any promises at this point in time. I am exhausted and, and really just doing my best to take care of myself and nurture myself after all that we have been through and are still, you know, in the midst of, um, although it is infinitely lighter now than, than it was over the weekend. Um, but my body, my mind, my, like I am drained and I, I need to be pulling back. So um, make sure you're on my email list. You'll, you'll be updated in regards to the toolkit if that is something that you have been waiting for. And yeah, I, I hope to, as of next week, start having regular podcasts returning. Um, that, that is my hope. And, and I think that that should, I think that, that should be okay. So um I will definitely be having some pretty big announcements coming for the podcast and for some other things coming out over the next week. So again, just make sure you're on my email list. I'll definitely be talking about it. But um, for now, I just, 
really want you to love and enjoy this this conversation. And again, you know, step into it, decide ahead of time to step into it from a place of empowerment. Because even when we hear difficult information, we don't have to we don't have to stay in that that place of fear. You know, that's that's not where we have to be. And in these times, it's always better to know a bit about what's coming so that we can get our mind right, which I think you'll hear me talk about again in this episode. But anyway, sending you so much love and enjoy. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back to another soul-driven discussion interview. I think uh, Sarah and I we're calling it picking up stuff. <laughs> so welcome back. Thank you so much for being with us today. I have Sarah Elise, evolutionary astrologer and spiritual coach back on the podcast. For those who have been listening to Soul Driven for quite a while, you're very familiar with Sarah and her incredible work. And of course, always just so honored to have her back to come and nerd out with us about astrology. So my big intention for this particular episode was to really think about, you know, providing support for this ending part of the year from the things that I have seen within the Akashic records and just kind of my overall feeling and perception feeling into the, the last quarter of 2022. I've been feeling like there's a lot coming for us. And I feel like we've kind of been working up to a bit of a crescendo kind of this whole year. And so I really wanted to welcome in Sarah and her wisdom and talk with you about what's kind of going on astrologically, you know, some of the big themes, get her feelings and opinions on things, just in an effort again, to be fully supportive for you. And I just want to remind you that in the midst of, you know, astrology forecasting of any type, the way that I really love to come to it is from a place of empowerment. You know, when we talk about things that might be potentially triggering or heavy, what's great is to understand that it is what it is, but we can decide ahead of time in regards to how we're going to meet it, how we're going to show up, how we're going to manage ourselves in the midst of it. And that's how we can keep our power in the midst of these changing times, which <laughs> can be a lot. And so I just want to welcome you into that space as we step into talking about today and the rest of 2022. So first, Miss Sarah, thank you so much for coming back. It's wonderful to see you again and just to have you back. Thanks, Anna. It's nice to be back. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, we have, um, what is it? Double, double Gemini here, double Sag energy. So <laughs> a lot of chatty Kathy we going on. <laughs> opposition. My son is opposite your son. We are a Gemini and a Sag. Your, your Uranus sits on my North node, all kinds of lovely congruence. So yeah, it's lovely to be back with you again. Um, I have to say this is, this is a difficult um, topic. I, you know, it's, it's, it's not simple. I don't normally prepare for a conversation, <laughs> but I have like reams of notes and have done so much thinking about it because I don't think this is quite as simple as Mars going retrograde, right? Like that is just like, kind of just like the end of the line of just a lot of stuff that's been going on. And when I tuned into it in my own meditation practice, um, I, I think that you know, what I really see as a, as an enormous, um, trend this year, the, the, the path this year, what's been happening this year. And I'm, I'm just going to kind of stake a claim here and say, I am going to share this from the authentic way that I'm experiencing it, which might be language that doesn't make a lot of sense to many people, but I don't know how else to describe it. Because what's literally been happening this year, as far as I'm concerned, is we've been learning how to bring our higher self into our body. Mm. We've been really learning how to merge this planet, this planetary form, this reality with something a lot more subtle and a lot more refined. We've been like sort of bringing in an energetic frequency that is unique to us, that is new. And that is more authentic to what we are. And we've been breaking old patterns and kind of really going through a lot of death um, and a lot of like sort of very traumatic emotions. It's been feeling very unstable. And so there are ways of perceiving that at all levels of the experience, right? At certain levels of the experience, it's devastating. At certain levels of that experience, it could not be any worse. It is literally like a living nightmare. And at some levels of that experience, it is amazing and miraculous. So I appreciated what you said in the intro, right? That, that, you know, that, that there is a lot of stuff breaking and there is a lot of stuff dying and, and there are a lot of changes. Um, and no matter where we are at in our ability to perceive that on an energetic frequency level, right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We, we, we kind of need to come into our, um, into a, a sense of faith. I, I think that the, the, that the, that the invitation this year has been into us, right? Intimacy with ourself, trust in ourself, faith in ourself, and not in ourself in some kind of ego way, but in our authentic self, in the part of us that is um, beyond um, the, the self we've known, beyond the identity we had, you know, prior to 2020, prior to 2021, like the, the old self that we were before everything started to crumble around our ankles. And, you know, I, I feel like this has been one of the most difficult years I have ever witnessed but it, the difficulty has been at this like emotional inner level. Like it's been almost like a soul wrestling 
Like we've had to face into the, um, with the nodal axis of this year, right? The, the, um, the South node in Scorpio and the North node of Taurus, which is intrinsically bound to this Mars retrograde. Like you, you can't separate um, what's happening on a, on a nodal, on, uh, in the collective, right? In, a, in terms of our collective evolution, you can't separate that. And I'll, and I'll explain why, but <clears throat> I, I feel like the, the nodal shift that happened at the end of December in 2021 really set this year's theme. And, and, and that is one of, um, you know, kind of really going inside into the place where we have um, fear or going into the place where we um, want control or going into the place where we feel like we have to protect ourselves or that we're in danger or that we, um, you know, that someone's going to betray us or into the place that wants more than it needs. <laughs> That's a big one. Into the place where, 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 where we're wrestling with our own darkness right and and that we've been sort of thrust in upon this real soul wrestling ego place right and 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 that that um that might have happened inside and and it's definitely happening happening outside right as we witness like abuse of power and we witness violence and we witness death and we witness like just weird dark things kind of happening in the collective um but Essentially, what it is metaphorically is that you know, like a south node of Scorpio is is that place where we're we're growing, we're going from emotional instability, chaos, um, danger, trauma, and we're moving toward Taurus, which is stability, patience, peace, um, austerity. Right? Taurus is not too much. Scorpio is too much. Taurus is enough. We're learning about, you know, energetic budgeting, right? Coming into the simple, coming into the form. And then you, so that's on a very basic level, right? Moving from chaos, fear, danger, and trauma into, no, I know what I need to survive. I'm okay. I can, I can do this. I can take care of myself. I, I know I might've had that before, but this is what I have now. And I'm okay with that, right? Like I can do what I can do with what I have and I'm gonna be okay, right? Like there's like this, it, 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 it's almost like we're all being kind of taught to be okay with just a little bit less, but that less is so much more authentic and so much more personal, right? And and, and there's like this feeling of coming into ourself and learning how to have faith that that's okay, that we can trust it, that we can trust this body that we're in that the emotions aren't going to kill us. They're not dangerous, right? That we can stabilize and we can ground and we can hold ourselves as we are and be okay with ourselves as we are. And there's like this, this like sort of radical kind of self peace or this feeling of calm that's, that wants to sort of, that's beckoning us forward. And, you know, right off the bat of the year, we had this crazy Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, and that lit the theme of that, that sort of opened up this spiritual gate, I think, in the collective. And not to be too um, woo-woo about it, I really believe that there was a change or a shift in, in, in the consciousness, 
in our ability to understand life, in our ability to have compassion for each other, in our belief system about what is possible, right? Belief, Jupiter, and Neptune, what is possible? What is beyond? I've watched, um, like, you know, I work with people all over the planet and I've watched people waking up like crazy. I mean, it's just off the charts. The conversations that I can have with people now and they understand what I'm saying versus, you know, I, I might not have been able to say that before. They wouldn't have known or they wouldn't have come. Now it's like they're recognizing it. They're like, yes, and they want more of that, right? There's like this potentiality that's been opened up where we're seeing beyond the myopia of our own old, like of our of our of our reality or or the reality that we were so-called conditioned to be in. And reality is breaking up all over the place. Like we we can't trust the government, we can't trust the power structures, we can't trust the food <laughs> system, we can't trust. The medical system, like everything is broken. And where do you go to find a feeling of safety? There's only one place and that's inside you, man. Like there's just like the, 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 the inside your body, like right into me, I see, right? The universe is within and finding that, you know, connection yet at the same time, having this expanded vision of being able to understand that we're all one here, that this is a this is a unified field, that there's something more going on than we can see, right? Like having this permission to all of a sudden conceptualize or feel, because it had happened in Pisces, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. So all of a sudden our feelings were like, oh my goodness, like, like as soon as that conjunction happened, the war in Ukraine was announced and, and, the, and the feelings of compassion and, and the witnessing of this horror, like this is very Piscean, right? Pisces is not all love and light. Pisces is the whole thing. Pisces is um, being able to see that we are all living one life, that there is one self, that there is one being, that there is one love and that we have to treat ourselves as we treat others. That is the only way we can make this place livable for ourselves, right? That, that the self and the other are the same. So that there's a sort of unified um, consciousness kind of came in. And then, and then this summer we got, well, then we went into retro with the eclipse season, right? In May, we went into eclipse season. So I think the eclipses happened, um, like the first one was um, in April, on April 30th. And that was conjunct Uranus in Taurus. This is very important. The second one, was the full moon eclipse on May 16th. That was square Saturn. And that kind of loops in this other theme into the collective dream, which is the square between Uranus and Taurus and Saturn in Aquarius that's been happening for all of 2021 and 2022. And that's going to be a major player in the next four months because they're coming back together again for the very last time while Mars is going insane. So I want to just talk about that for a second, because um, I feel like Uranus and Taurus is a really important part of the picture that I want to talk about today. And, you know, Uranus, Uranus is higher energy. Uranus is higher self. It has been conjunct. It has been in Taurus for quite a few years, but this year it came conjunct the North Node. And when it did that, it did that at the end of July and the beginning of August, there were about three weeks where 
it approached and then it sat on the North node and then it very gradually went off. Okay. So there was just this realignment that happened. And I believe what happened in the collective at that time is we were all given this permission to connect up to our higher self and to bring literally bring that down into the body in a really clear and, 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 concise way if that makes sense like there was like there was this a lot like there was this alignment in the collective that happened which gave us permission to accept that there is a part of us that is beyond the myopia of the reality that we see every day there is a part of us that exists outside of this obvious place that we call home right that there's a part of us that is invisible yet also can be present here and can bear witness to this life and can be in charge here, right? Which is our higher self. And it can come into the form and actually be alive on the planet. Like we can literally live according to our own divine blueprint, according to our own integrity and according to our own like truth, right? Our own uniqueness. So it was like an individuation impulse that kind of like blossomed through us, through the collective during the, during the summer months. And again, this is going to feel very uncomfortable for people who are not like, who are really attached to the way things are or the way things should be because Uranian energy, when it comes in, it's, it's, it's like, it's like lightning or it's like, like it's electromagnetic frequency, right? It happens at such a subtle level and it comes in and it breaks up whatever is not in its vibration. It just blitzes it. It's like getting hit by lightning or something. It just, it just, it's like you short circuit. So there's a, there's, there's like this, um, it it doesn't feel safe, right? It doesn't feel normal or it doesn't feel quite right. So there, there's, there's been a lot of like, oh my God, like I, I, I don't, I, I don't want that anymore. No, that's not for me anymore. That's not what I need. What are my values now? What do I need? What is going to bring me a feeling of safety? Like how, how do like, right? Like just a reevaluation of everything that we believe in, everything that matters to us, everything that we hold dear, everything that we um, attach to, like a, a lack of ability to attach to the old beliefs, a lack of ability to attach to the old habits, a desire to break free of things that were binding us or holding us back. And then all of a sudden the ability to do so, right? You were saying to me earlier, like, I, I've always wanted to move, but I just couldn't do it. You know, like, like just that sort of thing. Like I had a friend at that time who quit smoking marijuana, which had been like a massive addiction. He smoked marijuana every single day for, I don't know how many years, so many times a day, like, and he just quit it. Like, it was just like that. I, I like my ex-husband, he just quit smoking. Like he just literally just quit it. Like it was just like breaking the hold that our old self has on our new self and stepping into ourself in this really interesting, different kind of a way. Okay. And that has just happened. Like we've just literally come through that. So we're all sort of in this adjustment period, (laughs) like not quite knowing what the hell's going on, which I, I think really feeds into this Mars cycle and, and what it's here for. Like we're, we're about, Mars has been in Gemini already since I think it was like August, I don't know, 18th. I wrote some of these dates down. I'm not sure how much they really matter, but Mars entered Gemini on August 21st, okay? And Mars 
let's just let's just break out um first of all first of all before i start talking about mars and gemini why don't like can, can we just kind of like cap that sort of overview off and like summarize it a little bit would that be okay so that people really understand what i'm talking about because i can i can be a little difficult to understand sometimes yeah definitely i mean i think that you know a lot of the things that you were sharing not only have personally resonated so much in regards to what I've been experiencing this year, but certainly what I've been seeing with clients okay. and also what I've been seeing with the collective and absolutely people waking up. I loved the, the sort of like yearly theme of like bringing the higher self into our body. You know, some of the things that you mentioned, like soul wrestling and energetic budgeting and coming into the simple. And I feel like so much of the work that we have been doing this year has been like wrestling us out of the muck, kind of what you said of just all the weight that we've been carrying. And also the shedding of what we've just gone through the past couple of years, because of course, yeah. Yeah. 2020, you know, and COVID and man, that was like a <laughs> flying down the like highway, the right? <laughs> like yeah. all of a sudden, you know, like slamming on our brakes and not even knowing how to handle it, not even knowing how to, what to do, all trying to kind of get back to normal, back to normal, back to normal, yet realizing like we're in a completely new world now. The old stuff just doesn't resonate anymore. The old ways in which we could numb out and satiate ourselves don't do it anymore. They don't work for us. You know, the old people, the old things that, and like you said, I mean, like, especially where we're at now is in this weird liminal place in between just kind of being broken open. And that's very much where I felt like having you come in and just kind of, you know, really help kind of lay the groundwork and understanding for what it is that we're, you know, that we're stepping into because I think a lot of, at least in my own, with my work, um, amongst my clients and my communities, people are really flipping out, really flipping out that, that instability, that fear that like, oh my gosh, this is going to last forever. And, and I'm there, like, I have totally been there on some days too. Um, obviously I'm getting ready to move. So like, how could I not? But like, <laughs> it's, it, it's so like the, what it's doing to our nervous system, like. I've been doing been breath work, too. like, whoa, like <laughs> just yeah. trying to get back in my body, trying because my spirit wants nothing to do with it. It's I know, like, like, this has literally been the year of everyone wanting to commit suicide. Like, honestly, like this has just been the year like no one wants to do this anymore. The pain is so big. It's just too much. Right. That's well, all, all the, the all the feelings, all the emotions, all just the like feelings. you said, totally. it's like, wait a minute. But this I've is always what, been this an is emotional what, person. But this is what we have to fight against. Like this is what we we can't give in to that feeling. Like this is yeah. not. It's fun to joke about it, but the reality is that we need to be here. Like this is where we've chosen. One hundred percent. Yeah. We need one hundred percent that shit, and we need to come into the body, and we need to come into that sense of stability and groundedness. That's that's the job, and I. Let, let, well, like the eclipse season that's on the corner, like on the right on the horizon, is going to be the the it that it's going to be um like like the first eclipse season kicked it off. This eclipse season should, I assume, and I don't know because we haven't walked through it yet, should help us 
anchor in the changes and it should turn the tide. Okay. I can already kind of feel the tide turning a little bit for myself. I'm not sure about yeah, you. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think, uh, what was, let's see, what was I just going to, Sorry we'll come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> this is you and I, when we get together, I'm like, so much to say. Um, but no, I, I am, I am completely with you. I am completely with you. And I think that, oh, spiritual practice. I mean, that's something that of course I have been sharing a lot about in my newsletters and talking. And this is the time, I mean, the Akashic records have for a year, like every year or every month with the forecast, they get louder and louder about like coming within, learning to be in that foundation while everything else is shaking. This is where you can stand. This is where you can find safety. This is where you'll find peace. And you can enjoy life in the midst of this if you can connect inward. You know, this is where all of the bounty is. Um, exactly. And this so is where all the this is where the abundance lies. Absolutely. 100%. So I love all of those uh, reminders, you know, coming into a sense of faith and trust with ourselves, like uh, wrestling with our own darkness. But yeah, it's it's all, you know, I, I say this so many times on this podcast, but it's like, we all have that wisdom within us. We all have that capability to take care of ourselves fully and completely, um, which is why I've been doing a lot of breath work, <laughs> trying <laughs> <laughs> reconnecting with self. Um, yeah, good. Okay. So that was kind of like your overview intro. And so now where we're starting at, because basically what you did is also give us like an overview of, of just a general overview of like the lay of the land in regards to the astrology, some major points that are bringing us up to current, correct. And like now we're going to kind of dive in with current moving forward. Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think now we can kind of talk about what, what the context is for that Mars and Gemini even, right? Because what's its purpose? Like, what is it going to bring to us? And, um, well, Mars and is maybe just to kind of start, I guess, like, um, so Mars in Gemini, maybe just share a little bit about why this is unique. Um, so Mars, who aren't Mars aware. first of all, it's not particularly unique. I mean, Mars goes out of Mars goes retrograde every two years and Mars goes into Gemini. Like it, it, it's not that unique. Like it's right. It's it the, the, and, and every couple of years, Mars goes through one sign and stays there for a really long time. That's also not unique. I mean, most of the time Mars just like blasts through archetypes and like moves very, very fast. And then every couple of years, like clockwork, the planet will go because of the orbit and wherever it is, it sort of stays in one archetype for more of a prolonged period and right. goes back and forth. So it goes retrograde and then it moves forward. And that is a normal way that it behaves, right? Every time a planet goes retrograde, it's kind of a catch up opportunity. It's an opportunity to reflect on where we've been like, and to, and to make reparation and to make changes by looking at where we've come and, and rearranging things. So it's kind of like cleaning up your trash, you know what I mean? Or like cleaning your closet. Like you, you don't, you, you could, you could be in your room. Like this is my room essentially. Like I will basically be so busy during the week that 
by the end of the week, my room is like an explosion of like my clothes and my stuff is all over the place. And then, you know, once a week I go retrograde and I clean everything and I organize everything. And I like, cause I have to stop in order to do that, right? Like I have to stop my personal momentum, which is like, <laughs> I'm like always moving so fast. So I have to literally slow myself down, stop, and then take responsibility for my mess. That's what a retrograde is. That's all that it is, right? They, and, and yet this one is different because Mars is also going out of bounds during the retrograde and it's going to be out of bounds for like some extraordinarily long time so it is it is already in gemini it goes retrograde on october 30th and it um and it stays there and and leaves gemini um like way into um like the end of march but it is going to be out of bounds for almost that entire time and like when i look at the ephemeris it goes out of bounds out of bounds okay let me explain what out of bounds is basically all of the planets stay within a certain kind of orbital range relative to the ecliptic um and every once in a while it will go out of range and that doesn't happen often, but it happens maybe like once a year, or maybe once every couple of years, different planets go out of bounds more often, the moon goes out of bounds. And when the planet goes out of bounds in its orbit, the, it's, it's, it's gone beyond the norm, let's say. It's gone outside of what we consider on planet Earth normal. Like we are all evolving. Our, let, let's think of our human selves as part of a species. We're part of a species. We have a collective consciousness, a human species consciousness. This consciousness has certain bounds within which it works, right? Bounds of consciousness. This is considered normal. And we evolve within these confines. It's almost like they're patterns that define us. When a planet goes beyond them, it's bringing in information that we don't have yet that's different than what we know, right? It, it's reorganizing the bounds. It's allowing us to access something that is not in our ordinary understanding of what is real, okay? So if you have out-of-bounds planets in your birth chart, for instance, you tend to be someone who they will behave in ways that some people might think it's really crazy, but for you, you're like, well, this is normal because I just go outside the bounds of what you consider to be normal. And it's quite fine for me, right? Like, but the norm, the normative structure doesn't necessarily recognize it. Okay. So Mars going out of bounds for months, it's going out of bounds for months. Like it's going out of bounds so much. I'm kind of like shocked. It goes out of bounds on, um, like, I think it's the 23rd of October or something, or the 24th of October, or the somewhere in there. And it stays out of bounds for all of November, all of December, all of January, all of February. Oh my God, it goes out of bounds so much in February and March. Like it's insane. All of April. <laughs> and it comes back into normal range in May. 
like how long is that like the end of October all the way to somewhere in the beginning of May you count what is that like seven months eight months (laughs) so you know it will be in Gemini for some of that time but it leaves it leaves Gemini on like the 25th of March like and then it enters cancer it'll be out of bounds in cancer for quite a few months and then it will be out of bounds. Yeah, it'll be out of bounds in Cancer at the very end of this. Okay, so 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 it's it's the Mars retrograde. Okay, whatever. Yeah, got it. Fine, whatever. Like Mars retrograde. What are we gonna do during Mars retrograde? We're probably gonna look at the misdemeanors of our bad behavior, and we're gonna look at how we've been using words to hurt, and we're gonna look. We're gonna we're gonna be faced with all the ways that we've been breaking the law of God with our words and with our aggressive behavior right? The lies that we tell or the ways we harm someone, the ways we speak in spite, the ways we twist things, the ways we, um, right? Like there's just, there's a lot of like words are spells. We create with our mind, we we create with our words. So Mars is the planet of self-assertion. It's the planet of will, how we get what we want. We get it with Mars. Mars goes out and gets it. It's the male energy. It's the warrior um so it rules violence it rules you know the sword w- that we wield in our in our reality and the sword with Marge- mars and gemini is the sword of words you know we are going to get what we want by using our words we are going to explain ourselves we are going to describe we're going to question um but so when it goes retrograde for that period of time um and it's going retrograde on the 30th of october all the way to January 13th. Okay, so there is a period right at eclipse time. It goes retrograde right in the middle of the eclipses. And then it stays until kind of mid-January. And then it leaves the shadow on March, like mid-March. It leaves its shadow. So for this whole time, it's it's retrograde. And then, but but for the entire time, it's also out of bounds. Do you understand? So this is a really difficult thing to get our heads around because it's not like a normal retrograde. It's not, I think we'll have normal qualities to the retrograde. There will be things that come up in the collective, like gloves off, no holds barred fighting, pushing our will onto others, violence and aggression, hot dialogue, propaganda, rumors, misinformation, censorship, words that cut like a knife and hurt, a frenzy of conversations and arguments, right? Like, like this could be like some of the low road, justifying, arguing, lying, learn, like that could be some of the stuff that we have to see as a collective. We have to look at the misdemeanors. We are, we need to slow down and see what we've been doing wrong. So will it arise in a violent and aggressive and assertive way that, that is harmful, war with words, so to speak? maybe maybe but 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 it maybe that will be part of it right but there will be more than that and and I want to point us toward more because I feel like Mars out of bounds can also be this incredible courage to move in a new direction and to and to go beyond where we've been before particularly with regards to our ability to understand reality and each other and to share information, to put words to things that we could never possibly hope of dreaming of explaining before. 
right? To understand ourselves and our consciousness in ways that we have never thought possible. And to be able to add that to our pantheon and our self and our will, and to be able to want to explore, to want to go deeper, to want to share more information and to learn and to explore and to create, you know, the connections with ourselves, connections with each other that, that take us outside the realm of reality as we've known it, right? That take us out of the bounds and allow us to come to a sense of brother and sisterhood, right? Like together comradeship and they, that create like common language and common understanding that allow us to listen and hear each other and debate, you know, comfortably about things. I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily see it as being like this horrible, horrible thing that is going to destroy us, right? I, I just feel like um, that there's this um, invitation into learning how to put into words the things that we've been experiencing at an unconscious level and that are really real, but we just haven't had the language structure to identify it or describe it, especially around the spiritual awakening process. Like, especially around permission to share information that helps us constellate this in a way that is conscious and verbal and real, that brings it into our language structure and into our conversation so that it's normalized, right? And we'll have the bravery to do that. We're going to be very brave in our communication for the next few months. Well, it feels like to me too, like what you're saying, which gets my heart really excited, um, is also the ability to have the tougher conversations in a way that we'll be hearing one another, you know, this mm. big, you and I uh, talked about this before, I think maybe on the 2022 forecast, I'm not sure, but this, this whole ability to bring two different sides to the table and realize that there's room for both, you know, that there's space for both. They don't need to be one or the other. They can be both and right. And being able to have conversations from that place versus just like this or that, and of course, all of this is like you're saying, it's an, it's an invitation, right? So some people will be taking that and be stepping into the more as you're sharing while others, you know, will, others will be defending, be in right? that battle of words that like, yeah. yeah. Others um, will be violent. Others will be aggressive. I mean, I've already, I've, I, I, others will be sharp with their words, right? And, and very assertive. Like, I think we have to always watch with Mars Mars rules impulse. So our impulse will be to what? Talk. <laughs> our impulse will be to <laughs> say well, what's talking on our can mind. get us into so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it really can actually. Like it really like the, the, what you what you can't take it back once you say it. You know? I'm in relationship, <laughs> you know, I'm in relationship with someone whose Mars is in Gemini. So I, I um, feel like I understand this archetype quite well in regards to his ability to use his words in such a way. <laughs> he can totally melt a situation or I give him a hard time and call him the antagonist, you know, the antagonizer because he just with his words, man, he just, it's the poke, it's the prod, it's the, you know, um, it's an interesting energy. So. Yeah. I, 
another thing that came up for me is that I feel like we're going to be really indecisive. <laughs> like Mars and Gemini, man, it doesn't really know what it wants, right? There are too many options. It It's very confusing. Well, there's it's, lots of air too that we're also yeah. stepping into, right? Towards the latter part of this year. So it's not just the Mars and Gemini, but it's also the other airiness, right? Um, am I, am I thinking about that correctly to where? <laughs> well, I mean, we have Saturn in Aquarius, which is, you know, Mars in Gemini through November. I, I think those are the only planets that are in air signs. Although, yeah, I, I, so I'm not exactly sure what you're, what you're referring to toward the end of this year. I mean, that, I guess kind of more so what we're, because if we're leaving a lot of the water, I feel like right now the murkiness, um, but that could just be my own. Yeah, no, that's it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't actually, I see. Yeah, I don't, I see that there's a lot of like, there's a lot of, um, there's not a lot of change actually from what we have been in. This is the, this is why I sort of tried to describe those themes right? Because I don't really feel like much is changing. In fact, the same shit's going to heat way up because you've got Saturn coming back into square with Uranus. And when does that happen? I wrote it down. Hold on a second. Of course, I had to like get some dates. So Saturn, Uranus squares, they, well, it really started coming back together again in August, actually. Right. They approached from two to four degrees in conjunction. Um, and it and and it and it earlier this month on September 11th they came within one degree, and they will come to exact square on October 2nd through 12th 13th, and then that's it for them. So we're kind of in the approach of the exact square, which is coming in a couple of weeks, and but they will stay very very close till the rest of the year, and then eventually by December 18th they reach five degrees apart, and then they separate, and that's it for this transit. So the words that are flying around are going to have a lot to do with the theme of that square. Let me tell you. So let's talk about the theme of that square, right? Yeah, for sure. So you've got like Saturn in Aquarius and Saturn and Saturn in Aquarius, Saturn came into Aquarius, right? As we were heading toward the 2020 December 21st alignment, right? In Aquarius between Saturn and Aquarius and Jupiter in Aquarius there was this conjunction at zero degrees Aquarius of Saturn and Jupiter on December. I think it was December 21st. It was on like the solstice of 2020. Okay. And this was a pivotal moment in the history of our human civilization because Saturn and Jupiter conjoin, they, they hold hands every 20 years, but they do this in 200 year cycles. So every 20 years for 200 years, for the last 200 years, Jupiter and Saturn have come together every 20 years in an earth sign. So since the early 1800s, we've been in a, our culture is built through Saturn and Jupiter's holding hands. Why do I say our culture is built? Because Jupiter rules the truth or the vision that we're following. It's like our religion. It's our, it's our higher truth. And Saturn rules the structures and how we take that truth and then build it into reality, okay? So Jupiter gives us the vision, Saturn gives us the form. They come together every 20 years and they are called the culture builders. 
And so for the last 200 years, we've had a culture based on resources, money, physical things, earth, using the resources that we can, that we can, like, look at what we've gone through the industrial revolution, right? Like, look at the resources, look at the wealth that we have on this planet that we've never had. And it's just, it's just been this like real earthy grounded state, like production, 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 right? Manage, management, management, let's, let's build, let's build, let's build. And, and let's make it concrete and real materialism, capitalism, capitalism rose up in this last cycle, right? We believe in like earthy values, right? But at December 21st, 2020, they came together in Aquarius and they set off 200 years of culture building that will be completely in air signs. The next 200 years, like we went through this culture shift. 2021 was the beginning of a culture shift into air in the archetype of Aquarius. And Saturn has stayed in Aquarius and will stay in Aquarius all the way sort of partially through 2023. I think that Saturn leaves Aquarius and moves into, hold a second, and moves into Pisces in March of 2023. Okay, March the 8th. So we've been sort of in this place of like really trying to figure out the rules, Saturn, that should govern our new collective. Have you heard the term new world order? <laughs> more than I would like right, to More say. than you probably want to admit. Um, yeah. But this is the truth, right? We're collectivizing. So whether you like it or not, it's going to happen, right? We have to figure out how to survive on this planet altogether. And there are a lot of forces and a lot of players that want control, Saturn, of the collective and that want to put the rules in place that will govern our future. We are setting, we're, we're, we're trying to figure it out. Like, I, I don't think, you know, we don't know what we're doing. We haven't been there yet. That's why part of this is really uncomfortable for us because we haven't actually had a civilization built on air yet, built on communication, technology, um, right? Like things are just immediate right now. Like, we, like, we, like, we. Why do we even have borders, right? Like, there's just like all like. What about the money system? Um, do we really need currencies? Like, oh my God, we're rethinking everything. We're rethinking travel. We're rethinking work. Where do we work? Like, maybe we don't need to go to an office. Like, maybe it doesn't matter if I live in Bali and I actually like, you know. And do you, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just. Oh yeah. It's crazy, but, yeah. but in, 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 in that, I know that people are pretty angry about a lot of the things that the government is doing and that there is a lot of like control that is coming from the top down. And I understand that. And this is not a conversation about politics. It's a conversation about archetype. So what we're trying to achieve as a collective are rules that will govern our collective, okay? Simultaneously to that, we have Uranus and Taurus that came into a very tight square with Saturn in 2021. And that and 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 so that that has been the the the, the significant conflict 
that we've been experiencing for the last two years. Before that, you know, we had COVID, but this is take like this was COVID as well, right? Like the rules to keep us all safe. And then the individual saying, no, you can't control me. I'm free to be myself. You're taking away my right to survive, Taurus. I want to be myself, says Uranus and Taurus. I have a right to be who I am, says Uranus and Taurus. You're remove, you're hurting me, says Uranus and Taurus. You're taking away my survival, says Uranus and Taurus. And then Saturn and Aquarius says, we're doing this for your good. We're making choice. The collective matters more than the individual. You have to go along with all the rules because we're we know best and we're in charge, right? And like there's just like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure everybody knows what everybody you're talking knows. about. <laughs> now, now the narrative is changed. Now that COVID is gone, now it's the environment, right? We have to put all these rules in place and control and govern all our resources because climate change and then the, like, and we have to survive, which is kind of true, sort of, but, and, and meanwhile, it's, what is it doing? Like the, the most recent one is it's, you know, they're, they're, they're taking away farmland and they're removing, like, they're just, anyway, I don't know a lot about it. I'm not, I'm staying out of the politics. I'm just. Well, what it really um, feels like to me is that we're, we're, we're being, we're, we're being invited to see clearly we're being invited to look at what is actually happening you know it's like we're being taken into that movie theater of how things work you know being sat in a chair and then things are being shown up on a screen and um you know i know the acoustic records have talked a lot about like you are learning how to see this is what's happening right now you're learning how to see what is actually happening in front of you how things are actually working what is really what's really happening? You know, what are our systems really doing? Are they really serving us? And then it feels like once we get past this wave, which for me, again, it just feels like we're being forced to see, forced to see, forced to see, and also forced to feel about it. Like we can't look away, you know, we can't numb ourselves out. Like there's not enough TV, booze, drugs, like all of that. Like we have to, we, we have to be here in this. And then, so what is the next thing? The next thing is we eventually get to the place where we start making decisions about it, right? Exactly. And that's when Uranus moves into Aries. And we're going to say, that's in a VS in 2025, I think. We're just going to, like, yeah, we, 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 we've got a little bit more time. Like, we're simmering in it. Like, it's not, we're, yeah. we, we, we're not taking that much action yet. You, I, think, no. I think you're bang on with that. Like, and, and part of what this Mars and Gemini is, is, you know, we want, to understand it like we we're we're looking at different things or we're conceived like it's our it's a mental energy like mars and gemini so we're building the bridge between the duality we're understanding and conceptualizing and and we're we're, we're applying our will toward understanding and conceptualizing right like that that we want to see <laughs> And that we want to call it out and name it. And we want to say something about it. And we want to ask questions and we want to understand and organize it so that we can understand what's going on. Like it, it, it's not, I, I think it, it, is a, it, it is going to be a part of this larger meta theme. And so a lot of debate might be happening in the next few months. And a lot of voices wanna be heard. And a lot of information might come out that we can take a look at and look at objectively or look at defensively, whatever we choose. Well, and I mean, like, as you're talking, it's just like, 
Mars and Gemini retrograde, like questions. We're going to be questioning, questioning, questioning. Do I want to work this much? Do I want to work this way? Do I, do I want to, you know, live with a government like this? Do I want to like, is this okay that the government is this way? Is this okay that my neighbor's allowed to do this? Is it a, you know what I mean? Like it feels like Mars, like that period could also really help us to engage with what it is instead of like getting out of the feelings and the emotions that we've just kind of been sitting in and actually like starting to be engaging with it and being like, okay. (laughs) Exactly. I think you just hit it right there. Exactly. And one of the things I wrote down was the mind catches up with the body. Mm, Yeah. I love that. The mind catches up with the body. Yeah. That we, we, we want like that the mind is able to cognate and understand what it is experiencing in the reality so that it can share this and assert this as a new story to be told. Yeah. Absolutely. Understanding the old story and rewriting into something new, right? Absolutely. Reviewing yeah. the old, seeing seeing what has been broken, seeing the spells that we don't want to tell anymore, seeing the spells we don't want to cast, seeing the stories we don't want to tell, and then pulling in something new that is out of bounds that we don't even know yet, right? Going beyond, like going beyond what Solutions. we've known and finding things that we don't even know yet that we can bring to the table, right? So yeah. we might not know where we want to go for a while because retrograde can be really, it stops you, right? Like when, you, when you're cleaning your room, when I'm cleaning my room, I'm not running around, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping, you know? Like the retrograde does stop us and it forces us to take um, accountability for things. It, 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 it's a catch-up time. But once the retrograde is done, you know, it's, it's, we're we're still out of bounds for a while, right? We're still out of bounds for a while. And I feel like, I think, I, I, I feel like by the other side, the indecision or the lack of like the, you know, lack of knowing is going to turn into a confidence. Like, and I, and I was thinking what I would, what I would really like to come out of this time with is I would like to come out of this time having a new confidence in using my words to assert myself to others, to share myself more accurately with others, and to be able to accurately describe the reality that we are all experiencing with each other, right? To be able to put words to this and really have it come into the light or into the field of communication so that we're all creating like we're all listening we're all on the same level right we're, we're telling a, a tale together we're creating life with our mind our mind creates reality yeah. the, you, you can't create what you can't conceive you can't create what you don't see or what you don't think about right so this is a, a really beautiful time of going beyond what we ever knew seeing things that might be difficult i don't know they might be difficult, but also they might be wonderful. Well, I think we'll get both, right? Of course. I mean, this is not like, these are not mediocre times. These are not like fluffy, like, you know, times. And I think that at least what I've been experiencing in my own personal world is like every time it is really tough, you know, it's that rainbow that shows up on the other side, yeah. which super corny, I don't care. But, you know, it is like, we're, we're being strengthened 
through, through the difficult stuff where we're coming into better alignment with ourselves. Like you said, we're being able yeah. to understand that truth more. We're being able to, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm, you know, and now what right. I want to do. Because when you can speak, it becomes real, right? You can share yeah. it. It's no longer just something that's happening on the inside where it's private and hidden. It's now real. You're like, your mind is catching up to your body. Like you can speak it. So in these last couple of minutes here, um, as we're winding down, uh, I know that this is going to be kind of tough, but could you maybe give us just like a little sort of synopsis of just like your feeling of how kind of this, you know, this last quarter of 22 is going to be, um, you know, any sort of like suggestions that you have or, or anything of that nature that might be helpful for folks as well. <laughs> make magic sarah make magic oh my god um <laughs> i don't know anna i don't know what to say i think um i think that the most important thing is just to stay grounded and and to stay calm and to listen and to try not to get too violent like try not to get too impulsive i i i i think there will be a lot of debates raging. I mean, like as, as a summary, you know, Mars is assertiveness and will. Gemini is information and communication. So Mars out of bounds can be like gloves off, no holds barred, like way out of range behavior, kind of insane, right? So the high road will be listening, learning, sharing information. The low road will be justifying arguing, lying, right? So if you can yeah. kind of find a sense of stable ground within that. And I, I, I was really interested when I was looking at the coming eclipses because the first one is on October 5th, it trines Mars and Gemini. The second one is on November 8th and it's conjunct Mercury and, and opposite Uranus. So Mercury is opposite Uranus in that, in the second. So it's going to bring, it's going to loop in the theme of, 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 of this, um, like this, 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 this impulse to bring our higher self into our form, to stand in our authenticity and to be able to speak with personal authority from that place, right? Not to engage with our words in the suffering and the pain and the violence, but to engage with our words in um right in, in in something more productive right in in the higher road I, I i think that we could have amazing dinner parties with incredible conversation and enlightened society or we could have like a lot of like cyber attacks and like weird distorted demented shit that goes on and like people like bullying and saying mean things i do, do you know what i mean like so, so which do you, where do you want to play? And, and are you going to follow your impulse up or are you going to follow it down? And I, I suppose that it all determined that deter that's determined by your karma and by how your choices. Right. And I, you might do a little of both, but if you, if you kind of anchor into the, um, the Taurus anchor into the body, anchor into the body. I think that is like the critical um, ingredient, the critical objective of this year is, is, is know yourself, know your form, 
be in your body, take care of this vehicle, take care of yourself, do your work, come to stable ground, be peaceful if you can, make things smaller, right? Like the, the, econo the economic stuff, the wildness in the economy and all the financial stuff that's likely to come in the next couple of months. Well, how much do you need, right? Like, can you, can we minimize, like, can we come smaller? Can we budget, right? Ourself, our energy and, and, and just be okay with what is for a little while and, 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 and kind of turn the volume down so that we can like come through unscathed. <laughs> I don't know, man, there's so much flying around. There are so many, so many hypotheses. I, I feel like we could drive ourselves crazy with it all. When I was tracking how it's going to feel, to be honest, it felt like confusion. It felt like discordancy. It felt like, like, not like, like not knowing where to go, not knowing what to do, not knowing what to like, just like sort of like this wild angsty da 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 da. So again, like body, soma, earth, feminine, right? Anchor, slow down. Yeah. yeah. Take a pill, Absolutely. like chill pill. Don't take a real pill, but you know, you <laughs> take, a, take a moment of time and drink some tea. <laughs> well, and freaking laugh. You know, yeah. it's like, laugh, like freaking, oh, if you want to zone out, numb out with TV, fine. Just do something that makes you laugh, you know, like watch something it's that's going to yeah. lighten you up and make you feel fuzzy versus and, Or heavier. grab some popcorn, get into the front row and watch the, watch the event, you know, because like ultimately it's all going to be fine on every level that it's playing out on. It's okay. We're, it's all part of, it's all the, it's all God. So what's, what's the problem, right? Like you, you like watch it like excited as though you're at a movie because it's going to be dramatic and that'll be really fun. It's yeah. part of knowing what astrology is, is, is sort of the benefit of being able to track the reality and have like a framework to overlay on it so that you can tell yourself an interesting story while you're watching it. It's like, you're, you're the narrator of the story. You don't have to take it so personally then. And this is coming from a double Gemini, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you know, the records, the records for the, the forecast for October, I mean, they literally, you know, very implicitly point out, like you chose to be here during this time. You wanted to be here. Yeah. And for the beings who are, around and watching this this is a movie and they've got popcorn you know and they're vying for us and this is not like we had we 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 don't need to take it so seriously you know and that's again just to remind folks like i i love knowing what's coming even if it is more tough i like going to those places so then i can empower myself to choose differently on the front end and it doesn't mean that it'll fly through completely unscathed. I don't think that's realistic, but it will be there to support. So when things are feeling out of whack and I'm feeling whatever, or maybe I'm stepping in and I'm wanting to argue and bicker with everyone that I can be like, oh, <laughs> okay, just this wait. is what Sarah shared. I need to remember this right now. You know, this is my just impulses. <laughs> where it's going to be at. So I'll step away from this person or the computer or whatever. And yeah, and exactly. take a walk outside or something like that, you know? Um, yeah. 
So I so appreciate you coming and sharing so much of your wisdom with us, Sarah. As always, it's such a pleasure to have you here. And I just, this is, I know, going to be so helpful for folks. It's It's been great for me just listening in and tuning in and starting to set my own mind, you know, about how I want to manage the last part of this year. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. You're, you're so welcome. And I, I, I think I just like to leave you with this. Um, like I was actually like scared of this year. I was really, I knew what was like, I, I did not want to have, I did not want to come into this year. Like I really, really just was scared of it. And at the very beginning of the year, um, during that Jupiter Neptune <laughs> conjunction, which was wild, um, I had this, this, my guides came in and gave me, they don't often talk to me directly. Like I, do you know what I mean? Like literally putting words in my brain. That's not the most, uh, they'll talk to me occasionally when it really counts. And they came right in one morning, I'm wide awake in bed. There's that liminal space of awakening when they often can come in and say something to me and I'll listen. Cause I'm not, I don't have my guard up. You know, I'm not, I'm not in my own, like my day consciousness. They came in and then this sentence landed. They said, choose above the line. Mm. And I've had to remind myself of that line so many so times good. this year. If we fall below the line, this place is hell on earth. <laughs> and it's painful. And this has been a painful, painful year. But if we can choose above the line, we affirm the truth. And we make a conscious, we apply our will, Mars, to something higher, okay? Gemini rules the Antakarana, which is the bridge between the lower and higher self. We build that bridge with our mind through our conscious choices of where we want to focus our attention. So let Mars in Gemini enable you to focus your mind and your attention above the line on creating a conscious bridge that allows your higher self to be present here in your form so that you can with confidence speak from that place and trust that it is real. So there, that is my, uh, mm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Miss Sarah, right. thank you once again yeah. for being here. Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you for everyone who is here listening. Again, my intention is that this serves you, this helps you. Please take this information. Please make some decisions for yourself ahead of time. You know, take notes, um, revisit this throughout the last part of 2022 when you find yourself feeling lost so that you can come back to center. And again, thank you so much for being here. If you were inspired by today's discussion, please be sure to leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes. Share this with someone who could use it, friend, family. Be sure to sign up for the email list for podcast updates and helpful resources. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week. Bye.